0: Hi, I'm David. And I'm Aaron. And you're listening to The Travel Bros. Okay, so Aaron and I are back on Saturday, February 25th. For the Travel Bros, Aaron, we are going to be talking about the Rocky Mountaineer today. I don't know about you, but when I heard about the Rocky Mountaineer a few months ago, for the first time, I thought, like, this is really interesting. That's something that we should probably talk about on our podcast. And just a quick summary of it, it's one of the few, like, nice, luxurious train trips um, left in the United States and Canada It's uh, a company, the Rocky Mountaineer. And the concept was created by Harry Holmes, who um, wasn't actually – he was an uh, engineer – and it was also created by Pat Crowley, who was a tourism entrepreneur, and they were both uh, from Alberta. So they're both from Canada. Um, the trips on these trains are generally two to seven nights, uh, and they usually include hotel stays at night and scenic rides during the day.
1: So, David, I mean, I've heard a lot of great things about these trains before. Have you ever been on one of these?
0: I have not been on one of these. Uh, this is something that's probably on my bucket list if I ever get the opportunity to do it one day. Um, as I said, their trips are usually two to seven nights, so... You could do a really short one if you, you know, just like on a weekend or you can do a real like longer one. And it's also seems very easy to turn this into like a longer trip because if it's a seven night, you know, uh, train trip, you could also start it uh, or stop the trip where, where the train starts or ends. So it, it either starts in Canada um as i said they they have it in Canada, but they also have it in the u s in Utah, and Colorado, so you could make it kind of like a international trip u s and Canada. You can really design these trips how you want because not only can you do the train trip, but you can also uh continue on the trip or you can you know start it and extend it by starting it longer or ending it longer right What would you do like in that situation would you would you would you do you think you would extend your trip or or what would you do
1: I mean I would probably extend it because honestly it'd be more fun to stay on the train for longer um, and kind of have more, uh, flexibility when it comes to, like, my planning schedule and all that kind of stuff, but I really, I really think that the train looks awesome from the pictures that we've looked at. It looks like a really, really nice train, and David and I have been on Amtrak's before, so we do know how passenger trains are supposed to feel, and I know that luxury experience is not something you get quite as much on a Amtrak, um, not to, Speak anything bad about the Amtrak's, which are really great uses of transportation communally, you know, through throughout cities in the United States, especially the Northeast. But these trains, these Rocky Mountaineers, look so nice. I mean, and, way nicer than any Amtrak I've ever. Been and on.
0: to me, the Amtrak, like I think an Amtrak is more of a way of transportation. Uh, in the Rocky Mountaineer, obviously it is a way of transportation. That's why it's a train. But it's it's more of an experience and like a luxury experience. Uh so that's why you know you'll get nicer dining with it. You'll sleep in hotels at night, but you'll be on the train during the day. It's more of like a vacation experience right. versus an Amtrak is like, yeah, they'll try to make it nice, you know, you can like have dining there and stuff, but it's it's really just for transportation. But, they don't give you the, you know, like the top of the line kind of stuff like the Rocky Mountaineer does.
1: I mean like to me it seems something like, you know how you take you could take a ferry across a river or whatever just to get transportation like they have in New York. You know, you can take a ferry across the Hudson right? Yeah. But it seems like the difference between this is, like, you know, you can take a ferry to transport yourself to one place to another. You can take a train, like an Amtrak, to transport yourself from one place to another. But as soon as you add that luxury experience in it, like, it's the difference between taking a ferry and taking, like, one of those dinner cruises that they offer, right? It's the experience, you know? It could take you somewhere else from where you started from, but at the same time, you're doing it because it gives you that, you know, that luxury experience and the dining experience that you get from paying extra money.
0: And it's like, Aaron, even the nicest Amtrak which we've talked about the acela express which i'm not trying to put down like the acela is amazing we've been on it it is mostly used for commuters who go to work and come back from work and again it's great i mean they even have like first class on that but it's it's meant for commuters but it's nothing luxury no and it's meant to take you from one place to another this is actually meant to be a vacation and yes while it's a train it's really meant for the experience and you know, they, they really do put that experience in well. So, for example, they have two different classes of service. They have what they call the gold leaf, and they have the silver leaf. Now, silver leaf is a very, very nice, nice uh, class. with. They have glass views throughout the cabin, uh, and it's the only service offered on one of their routes. Um, and, for example, the silver leaf includes reclining seats, a nice scenery, and the guests are served breakfast and lunch to their seats. So, it, it's Believe me, for for the the like the less, I don't want to even say less class of service because this is like incredible, like this is like first class. But for the lower end class of service, it's essentially like nicer than first class. They serve you your breakfast and lunch at your seat. Um, you get these incredible views, uh, and also they they have I don't know if I said this, but it has reclining seats. Wow, so yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah. very like nice.
1: Yeah, that sounds great. So David, I have a question about that. I remember when we were on the Amtrak, we got, I think, I don't know if it was a complimentary breakfast, but we did get breakfast served to our seats. But can you tell me the difference between, like, the food service they have on the Amtrak versus the food service they have on the Rocky Mountaineer?
0: Yeah, so it's it—it's basically the difference between, like, a lower class food and, like, better quality food. So, you know, it, it's essentially that. They have better quality food on here. Right. And and as I said, you know, on silver leaf they'll actually bring it to your seat. But on gold leaf, which is their other ones, um, so they, they have gold leaf service. And basically, what it is is it's a custom designed bi-level, so it's two different levels, glass domed coach. So it has like glass all around, um, with full length windows and reclining seats, um, and they can be rotated. So the, the the seats can actually be rotated to accommodate up to groups of four people. Now here's the thing about the Gold Leaf service. Aaron. Guests are offered hot meals prepared on board the train and they're served to them in a dining car. So they actually include a luxury dining car, which is a two-story structure where you can go to enjoy the view. You can also go, yeah, and enjoy the view from a separate observation deck and three-course meals. Uh, So each meal is actually three-course meals. So to answer your question, that's the difference.
1: Right, so it's like, you know, the difference between United and, like, Emirates. Yeah, and, and like,
0: Silverleaf, as I said, it's served in your seat while here in Goldleaf. You actually, not only can you you go to a separate dining car to eat your food, you also have, you know— the full glass and you also have an observation deck. So it's two floors. So not only do you have that full glass view, but you can actually go to an observation deck on the upper level and like look out. So that's like incredible.
1: Right. And while we're at it, I want to talk a little bit about the discontinued routes that the uh, Rocky Mountaineer used to have and why they failed um, or why they were discontinued. So the first one that I'd like to talk about was the Whistler Mountaineer, um, Whistler C to Sky Climb. And this was a, um, this went from North Vancouver um, and Whistler uh, on the Canadian National Railway. And in 2015, the railway discontinued and was merged with another one. So that's the reason it was discontinued. Because really? it, was, it was merged with the Rainforest Gold Rush Route. Well, that makes okay? sense. I mean, they're trying right? to make it more efficient, right? Right. And the other one that was discontinued was discontinued for a different reason. It was the co- uh, the Coastal Passage that operated between Seattle and Vancouver. And it was, like, a great way, like, for communally, like, people to go from one place to another. A lot of businessmen and businesswomen go from city to city, you know, for endeavors of such, you know. And this was discontinued because they just didn't have enough people to go, right? You know, these things are super expensive trains. And if you don't have enough people to go, just like how during COVID a bunch of hotels closed down, you know, you don't have people to go. Um, when there just is such a low demand for it. And it's funny because this was discontinued in 2019, which makes me think, and I don't know this at all, but it makes me think that what if this was a product of COVID,
0: right? Because you know, def-
1: 2019 was when COVID started. Definitely. Uh,
0: maybe it could be. That's definitely like... Uh, a question that I, I'm thinking as well. And I'm sure we could do more research into but, it. But another thing that, Aaron, that, that reminds me of is what we were talking about earlier versus, you know, Amtrak versus the Rocky Mountaineer, how this route that actually got discontinued because there wasn't enough people to go on it was more of like a commuter route for people. Um, isn't that what you said? It was more of like a... A commuter route for people like a lot of people went like while they were working and stuff on that one right and and that shows that like this is more of a vacation thing because most people go on the rocky mountain here as a vacation and as an experience, rather than like a way of transportation, right. um, so that that shows like that could
1: like, be that could be a reason why it didn't work out as well because you know shorter term transportation luxury is probably not as profitable as like long term trans- luxury transportation.
0: Um, and what do you think, Aaron, about like um, what what are the current routes? Like you talked about the discontinued, but which what are some of the routes that they have right
1: now? So the routes that they have right now that uh, the Rocky Mountaineer Train Company offers. Um, so, they have Jasper, Alberta, um, which I've never been to Alberta. I have been to Canada, but I've never been to Alberta. Um, and it's supposed to be an absolutely beautiful city. And they have um, Banff, which is also in Alberta. Mm, um, and I've
0: heard Banff is absolutely beautiful. Like, oh, I, yeah. I've heard incredible things about that. Like, oh, look, yeah. Look down. I'm, we're on the website right now. Like, look at this. This is like Lake, so this is where we. This is Lake Louise, where I've talked about this before with my family. Like, this is a gorgeous place right, right here. They
1: also have a route that is in Lake Louise, um, which is oh, I didn't even you know, know that. right. And then the Lake Louise route is like one of the most popular destinations in Banff, right? And it's Banff is a national park, um, so it's supposed to be a really absolutely beautiful place. And, um, and Aaron, that's yeah.
0: actually one of the places we were talking about with you know, um, I'm not going to say their last name just to for their privacy but with our cousins who we were going to go on a trip with we were actually looking at that place a few years ago right and we decided not to go
1: Uh uh-huh and i mean it is a beautiful place and then um for any of y'all who like more um urban areas vancouver uh which is absolutely great in the u.s southwest route so i mean i've been to vancouver one time in my life and i thought it was a great city it's really i've never been to seattle but from what i've been told it's Nearly identical to the city layout and uh, climate that Seattle has,
0: and they also have some U.S. routes, right, Aaron? Like they have, I believe they. Okay, so they yeah, so they have like between Denver, Colorado, and right. Utah. So Colorado, Utah, and they have between Moab, Utah, which I've right. been. I've been to Moab because they have incredible, you know, like mountain biking and um and rock and not rock. Well, they probably do have rock climbing, but they have um hiking there, like right. gorgeous. Stuff So, between Colorado and Utah. So, they also have stuff in the United States.
1: And they all really offer a great um, scenic experience to travel across, you know, the United States and just North America in general. Um And, you know, you see any range of beautiful mountains that you see in North America probably has a Rocky Mountaineer on it. So,
0: it, it kind of goes, you know, it, it's based on what you want. If you wanted it to go to Canada, if you want to have, like, a more rural, like like scenic trip, you can do that. But if you also want to do like more of a city thing, you can do too. What, Well, like what, Aaron, if I don't know. What would be like your ideal kind of trip on here?
1: My ideal kind of trip would probably be if I was going to plan something on the Rocky mountain area, I would say I'd probably plan like a five night trip, not on the train itself, but probably about um, like seven hours on the train each way. Right. And I would probably, you know, plan for it to have breakfast and lunch on it and then dinner wherever I'm going. Um, just because I feel like it'd be nice to just have two meals, not all three on the train. And if I was going to plan an overnight trip on it, um, I mean, I would probably, Ooh, I'd have to decide, but I would probably start at whatever, whatever time, like latest possible. Um, just because I feel like nighttime when you're going to a new city and stuff, nighttime is really the best time to explore. So that's my least favorite time to be like on transportation. So I'm actually looking now at
0: their website and, you know, you can start in Calgary, Ban, Flake Louise, Canmore, and Canansis. I don't know how to pronounce that, but those are all places that we talked about that you can actually begin and or extend your journey like we were talking about earlier. Um, you know, there's also cruise ports near Vancouver um, where that the train continues all the way to Vancouver. Um, you can also go to I don't know how to pronounce these places. They're in British Columbia and Whistler. So there's multiple routes near there. There's also Jasper to Vancouver, um, Victoria. It goes near Victoria, which is where you can also begin to end or extend your journey. So there's a lot of places, um, you know, especially in Canada with the Rocky Mountaineer. Now, just a few facts about the Rocky Mountaineer. Uh, Their season runs from mid-April to mid-October, so it's not all year round. And the train, on average, travels at around 30 miles per hour. Um, so there's 26 gold leaf service cars, 18 silver leaf service cars, and 12 crew cars. There's also eight generator cars, which is very interesting. I did not realize that. And two lounge cars. So, I mean, this is clearly not an easy business to run. You have to prepare all this. And Aaron, I didn't even realize, like, we didn't even think about that with the crew. I mean, think about that, right? They have their own cars. I wonder what that looks like. Like, you think they sleep on there? You think, like, how, how, I mean, how do you really... think their work, like, looks?
1: Just like how cruise ships do it, you know, their, their crew has their own sleeping cabins and stuff, I would assume it's probably the same thing, but I'm really not so sure on how, like, that whole sleeping situation works or where they really stay. Um, it might be more similar to how planes do it, though, which is, I mean, in reality, planes, you know, the flight attendants on planes, um, they normally sleep at a hotel and stuff like that um, after their flight is over while they're waiting for their next, you know, f- trip. So, I, so I'm, if, I would assume that it's probably the same way um, with the people, the crew that work on the trains because it's not really, you know, cruise ships are week-long trips, right? So you kind of have to have a place to stay. So I'd assume it's probably like, you know, they, it's like more like a plane. Because,
0: you know, you know like they, they sleep, as we talked about, the passengers sleep in hotels at night. So I wonder if it's like they sleep at the hotels or if they sleep on the train. That's that's just something that's interesting that we could talk about uh, maybe another time um. So, yeah, so another thing, Aaron, like, as it says on here, Ra- Rocky Mountaineer travels only during the day. Um, It's more meant for viewing because they feature oversized windows, so the guests, you know, don't ever miss anything. Um. Oh, Aaron, check this out. The meals are actually prepared using locally sourced products inspired by the regions of Western Canada and the Pacific North- Northwest. Huh. So that's awesome. So, I mean, overall, we can see that the Rocky Mountaineer is really tailored to the... You know the client or the um, the passenger,
1: right? The demographics in Canada and, and the it's, USA, and it's right? more of
0: a an experience rather than a way of transportation. Um, you can, as we talked about, you can extend your trip. It also shows where the airports are, so they make it really easy to kind of customize the trip to how you want it, which is one of the nicest and most appealing things about the Rocky Mountaineer. Um, so we thank you guys a lot for listening, and until next time, this was the Travel Bros.